are now listening to Real Talk with Mr. Q, the War Machine. Hi everyone, welcome back for another episode of Real Talk. I'm your man, Mr. Q, the War Machine. And today we're going to be talking about this subject that I've heard from my wife and also from um, uh, Les Houghton on MSNBC, not MSNBC, but NBC. Hey, excuse me, people. Uh, they were talking about black suicides among kids are growing up. And I just want to chime in on it. This, this is going to be a short podcast, probably less than 10 minutes. But um, it's going to be my take on whatever it is. You know, any, every time that where you have like gun shooting or something of that nature, it's always something where something got to come up where black kids are involved in it too. Now, I sat down and I saw the thing of Lester Hope was saying, on on the light night news and I hurt my wife and I you know one thing that I learned about from uh Professor Black Truth when he was saying about looking at things of when it comes to optics and to see what is a pattern recognition and so forth and you know just analyze it you know as as another YouTuber I watched uh Harvey was saying just analyze you gotta break it down and you you know Using analytical skills, and that's one thing that we don't use in the in the day in the black community: analytical skills, and look at the optics. And the one thing I pointed out in the piece was this gay boy or gay young man, whatever you want to call him. And they had another dude there; didn't know if he was gay or not, but he committed suicide. Now the thing about it. Now, suicide, I don't take, uh, I don't look at this subject as a light issue. So I don't want people to say, oh, you mean, Mr. Q, you mean, you know, you said, no. You know, there's nothing light about it. But look at the optics. You got all these mass shooters, these white folks, white kids running around here, popping everybody every, every other week. Somebody gunning, some white kid gunning somebody down. So, of course, they got to sit up here and say that black folks are in it, too. So, we all feel better. No, it's not. And the reason why if uh, suicide is up among black kids, one reason because they too soft. And like this milk, butter, biscuit, gay-ass boy, he's soft. And a lot of other kids are soft. And I knew gay kids that was, when I was growing, they was harder than this dude. But now, the, nowadays, you got soft-ass niggas walking around here, uh, emotional challenge. And every little thing that goes, oh, oh, he's talking about, oh, God, I gotta go myself. That's bull crap. And you know it. And for them to even sit there and say that suicide among black kids are, are on the rise, man, that's bull. That's, some, that's a smoke screen. That's a legitimate smoke screen for the white people or white media to take the light off of their carnage of their own cheering and the years and things that they have allowed their cheering to get over and foster 
So they got to come after us now. There's always something. When they do something, they got to come after black folks to come to point the finger and say, you, you too, you too. And it's not. So I was watching this dude, like I said, in this piece. And they had another dude. He went to this community group thing. And they had another dude that he didn't look like he was moist. Uh, but the boy, the, the main dude in the piece, he was moisty. Straight up. Moist buttermilk biscuit double dip. This dude was moist. And and it just it makes sense. And so, like I said, when you look at the piece, you get caught by, oh, and the headlines, oh. But when you look at the optics, you're like, you know what? That ain't so. You got you got shaky said that ain't so. And if it is among us, it's because we do not support our kids and the fact that we got broken homes and we got one parent home and all this and strong black women leading shit that doesn't make sense. It don't. Because I'm going to tell you straight up and down, if anybody used that narrative that I came from a single family home, <laughs> they make no meat. They make butter meat. Shit. I want to go and kill myself. That's bull. Because you know what? I was raised in a single family home. And I'm going to tell you, my mom was more tough than any man that I know. Damn it, she treated me like a man. It wasn't no, please, there wasn't no hugs and kisses with my mom. I fell, pick your ass up. You know, you hurt, shake it off. My mom believed in that. And it's because, the reason why she was like that, because my mom went to my father and, and asked him, because she didn't want to step into that, into that position of raising a man. Now listen to that key point. My mom did not want to step into that role. Nowadays you got women who want to step into. I don't need a man raise my son. I could do all by my dad. So I brought him in. I, you make it seem like you got the seed, the uh, the, the the seed, the nut, and everything, and put it together, and boom, that was it. No man was in sight. That's how most women think. Now, like I said again, my mom did not want to do it. She didn't want to do it. And I remember that conversation when she went to my father and asked him, said, look, Q growing up, I need you to come and raise him. I need for you to train him to be a man. At least do that for me. I know our marriage sucked to a point, whatever, you wanted to be free. Okay, but this is your son. Raise him to be a man. You can at least do that. This nigga laughed. After he laughed and walked his ass on down the street, my mom cried. She lit up a cigarette. She cried. She said, fuck it. I'm going to raise you. And I didn't know what I had got myself into when this woman raised me to be the man that I am now. Now, I'm saying that I didn't take on certain things on my mom, but I guarantee the 95% of it, I ain't going to say 95, I said 96% of it was all a man thing. My mom made me go out here, cut grass. My mom made me pick coal. Yes, you heard it, mother. Coal off the train track and chop wood like Daniel Boone shit, for real. And paint and do all this. My mom was lending me out like I was a damn call, uh, call a cue. You need something done? Call a cue. <laughs> so it's okay, quick. You can come Yes, ma'am. You can come right around and right around. I could be watching damn Tom and Jerry. 
You got a job. Get your ass up. It's time to go. My mom didn't believe in that. And then for a while, I'm telling my mom, I, I, I feel like this woman hated me. But years later, she told me again, she said, Q, the reason why I did this to you is because I wanted you to be a man. I didn't want you to be soft. I didn't want you to believe in failure to a point. I know that the world is going to tell you that, but I wanted you to be able to do things with, and be resolved, have, have resolute. That's the word, resolute over things that most people could not do. Now, I'm going to tell you for a long time, I hated this woman. Secretly, I hated my mom. Because I'm like, this woman right here turned into the devil. But really, she was a blessing in disguise. I just didn't know it until years later. Now, I'm seeing this piece on NBC and the piece that my wife was telling me about. And uh, all you see is, oh, my feelings. They talked about me. They called me a faggot. I was gay. I was in the closet. But I didn't want them to know about it. That's exactly what was going on on this piece. Some faggot shit. And I'm just going to say it like it is. And anybody buying to that bullcrap is a fool. Now, like I said, I was raised in in a single family home. But my mom didn't play that mess. I'm telling you, my mom did not play that. Not one iota. She didn't play that. She no, there wasn't nothing that in here. Maybe someone down the street. Mm-mm. Not in my mom, huh? Nope. Come playing that junk about your feelings. You might well get the hell up out of here with that junk. It's over with. Your feelings got chicked at the door. Damn no, not even door at the gate. You might well say feelings, self. We, this is where we part and walk your ass on in the house. And that was it. Got chores to do. Got to go around so so how go get this get that done get this get this get it done. That's that. Hey, that's my mom was rolling. Get it done. Let's get it rolling. And she meant it. But as I said, years later, my mom broke it down to me, and really she didn't have to break it down because I'm gonna tell you, life showed me exactly what she was trying to tell me. And when I went up against a lot of things in this world. It didn't really bother me because, shit, I was getting, man, I'm telling you, man, I was being built to handle this stuff. So when people did stuff to me, it didn't really affect me. They were looking at me like, nigga, they just, they just, no, it didn't bother me. And I'm not saying that I was dumb to it. I knew what they was doing to a point, and I went on about my business. I let their ass alone. They ass sitting here like, this nigga here is still here. He ain't broke yet. Nope. Because what God put in my mom to do with me was a first stage of breaking. Hear me out. That was the first stage of breaking. Now, when God got a hold to me, that was the second stage of break. Now the cycle is complete. There's nothing on this planet that can break me unless I really, truly allow it. Now, hear me out when I said it. If I truly allow it because if God broke me, built me back up, my mom, with God's help, broke me and built me back up. There's no nigga or woman on this street, that on this planet that can break me unless I willingly surrender my ability and say, look, just break me. And even then it won't, 
I wouldn't submit to it. Because those two forces, that personal forces that came into my life, that can't be broken. Now, when I said my mom will God's help broke me, that means God was right there allowing my mom to do this to me, to build me up. And when God came to me and said, look, I'm going to put you in this blast furnace. I'm going to build you up. Again, there's nothing no human person on this planet can do to you unless you allow it. Now, I know that may sound like some fairy tale dust to some people. It may sound like some rosy picture crap to others. But it, to me, it worked. Now, if I sit up here, I'm telling you, I'm not going to, that's not to say I'm going to let you come up and put your hands on me because you put your hands on me, you're going straight to hell. But the actual actions of what you're doing, I have been blessed with an analytical thought with ability of wisdom and, uh, what's the other word I'm looking for, people? Um, discernment to say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is my course of action. This is what these people are trying to do to me, but uh, 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 that's not going to work. Let me do it this way to them. Or let me let them think they got me and let them draw close to them if I can slit their throat. You see, that's the thing with most wrong, that's mostly wrong with these children today. Is that people, oh, you bully your children. You, you do this. You, you don't. <laughs> All that whining crap. And then these kids. All the thing they do is do social media. Like I said in one of my early podcasts or something, whatever happened to the kids playing uh, Double Dutch or Hide and Go Seek or War or these games or uh, I Declare War or uh, 1, 2, 3, Red Light. What happened to these games that these kids, they don't play games and they don't interact. They don't play other sports than damn football, than basketball. That's all they think. I'm going to play basketball. I'm going to get me an NBA contract, dumbass. I'm going to go be a rapper. I'm going to be a starlet. I'm going to be a supporting actress. Shut up with that crap, man. That's bull. Only an ignorant-ass person think like that. So no one of these kids going around here trying to kill them damn self. I remember when this young, this boy a while back was fighting his bully. And this is sad. But he committed suicide. He killed himself. After the bully bullied him so much, he fought the bully back, whooped the bully's ass, and he went home and killed himself. And you know why? Because no one told him what he did was right. They probably told him to fight back or whatever, but that's about it. They never told him, hey, what you did was right, son. You should be safe in your own circle. No person should be willing to, you should not allow anybody to come into your circle to hurt you. You shouldn't kill yourself for that. You shouldn't hate yourself for that. I mean, the first time I got into a fight, man, I was so enraged. I, I cried because I didn't want to fight. And my mom came to me and said, baby, there's going to be a lot of more bullies in this world. You better get used to it. That's it. My cousin Alan came the same way. Hey, Q. There's going to be a lot of more people. You're going to have to man up. Got to war up, man. You're going to have to prepare for battle. So they, these folks groomed me. So I never sit up here after I whoop somebody's ass. I think I'm going to go home and I'm going to get that old belt I got. String it up on that clothesline. 
and I'm going to jump off and I'm going to hang myself. No, I, that never crossed my mind. If anything, I'm waiting for the next day I have to whoop this nigga's ass again, maybe, and get suspended. That's it. So what I'm saying is that this whole thing about suicide among blacks, kids, on the rise, people is a false narrative. And look at the optics of the video. They got to go get a faggot. They ain't going to get no damn alpha dude. Because really, alpha alpha men are strong boys that have their parents and fathers in their life and their moms back and their fathers. They ain't up there trying to kill themselves. They're too busy trying to have a good time. They're trying to get their first damn car. They're trying to figure out what college they're going to go to or what trade school. They ain't up here thinking about killing themselves because somebody said no or called them out strange. I mean, you know how many times I got called doofus and all this stuff and you a, a blackie. Now, once I went home and said, you know what, I'm just a doofus and I'm just a blackie. I'm going to go over and kill myself. Just, just, I just got taken. Oh, God. I never went that. I went over and I told my mom what happened. Mom explained to me, like, look, baby, you got some ignorant people in the world. You're going to shake that shit off and keep it going. Puff that cigarette. And walked off like it wasn't nothing. I'm telling you. So the parenting thing and how these kids are raised is also why these kids are so damn sensitive. Ain't no damn cyber bully and all that crap. Whoop that bully's ass. But now you gotta you can't even whip the bully's ass because the bully wanna come back and kill you. You gotta kill the bully and the whole damn family now. <laughs> I'm sorry, people. It's funny, but it it's funny, but it's not because it, it it it's set up that way. But I just wanted to chime in into this thing and uh, give you my thoughts about this this black kids suicide crap going up. It's a bunch of crap. Um. Again, you got the white folks up here. They've been leading the, the local nightly news consistently with their white churn running around here blazing. I mean, going into the school. They just going in there, just whatever. Like this last one, one, the dude sat there and was singing a song. I forgot what the chick was saying. He was singing the song when he pulled the trigger and then killed one, one person. That shows you how deranged and sick that they are. And how dangerous that they are. So they got to make all of us the same. Well, we're dangerous. We're not like the blacks. See, that's that's stupid. So you fall into that crap. You want to and believe it. I'm I, I falling that. Because like I said, again, you can't come to me with that. Well, he was raised in a single family home. So that's why suicide going up. Man, I'm telling you. My mom was a drill sergeant to a point. And it's all because she wanted me to be a man. But she didn't want to do it. She wanted my father to do it. My father turned his back and walked off. My mom said, my, my son wasn't going to be a faggot. He wasn't going to be no punk. He wasn't going to be a sorry-ass man. He's going to learn how to do something. He's going to think while he's being compressed with pressure. And thinking I did as I was lifting that damn coal, chopping that damn wood, painting somebody's damn house, cutting that damn grass or, or something. Toting somebody else's grocery and mine's at the same damn time. So like I said, I've been through that jump. So when people sit there, it'd be many times, if I if you live my life, you probably say, you know what? I would have off myself after the cold. <laughs> but at that time, I knew, like I said, my mom's heart was in the right place. 
And when she cried, I understood what she was crying for. She was crying for her legacy in me and the legacy of what a man supposed to be. Her father, her stepfather was the epitome of what a man was. And she's like, I want you to be that type of man. I don't want you to be a sorry ass man. I want you to be a man's man. To think on your toes. To think even in the pressure. To think even when things are uncomfortable. And damn it, even to this day I do that. Even in the uncomfortable situation. I be sitting here thinking. Be praying like God. I, I need I need some help. T talk to me. Talk to me. And after I got through running off at the mouth for a minute. And I sit and listen. Then the message come right from God. Like this is what you need to do. And I'm like damn. Man, I, I should have done that a while back. Yeah, but you're too busy talking. Shut your mouth, then you would have heard me. Oh, okay. Still got time, right? Yeah, go ahead and do it. Great, let's go ahead and knock this on out. <laughs> and that's it. But anyway, people, I'm about to get up out of here. I just wanted to chime in on that and, and put my thoughts down on, on this podcast about black kids and suicide on the rise. That's, again, that's a farce. Look at the optics. Look at what, why are they doing it? Because again, they're cheering out here, popping folks, killing their own, and sitting up making bombs and stuff. So they got to sit up here and put a narrative on us to say, hey, black kids are going it too. They're killing themselves. Hey, look at that. They just as crazy too. No, it's not. Even though we have a lot of bed winches and sellouts who believe in that. Uh, European Stockholm Syndrome nonsense. It is not true. Uh, I know in my house it ain't. I know in my upbringing it didn't happen to me. Like I said many times. None of that crossed my mind. So that being said people. I just wanted to say that. And um, thank you for joining me for another podcast. Real Talk. I'm your host Mr. Q the War Machine. I'll talk to you later. You take it easy be safe out there watch your back and your front peace out